That was one mighty yawn. <laughs> well, it took me like three hours to put our son to bed. You're so lucky that Scarlet's... You know, everybody listening is yawning. Don't don't yawn with us. Stay up with us. We're, we're up. The kids are finally asleep. Sort of. Kind of. Well, I heard you go for one rescue ring, because I heard Scarlet lose her bananas. And... Yeah, well... There you go. Parenthood. The things we do. Sorry, the things we do to try to have a brief bout of sanity. Just a little glimmer of, of, of hope. Uh, the good news is our podcast is now on several platforms. It's been reported on Apple Podcast, Anchor, of course, uh, Stitcher, and CastBox. We're, we're so, in so many places. This so awesome. wherever you are hearing this. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are we thanking them? We're the ones creating all this entertainment for free. I was going to say okay. wherever you are. You're welcome. No, 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 no. You say wherever you are, you bunch of freeloaders. I hope you're having a good night. <laughs> I got nothing. I couldn't. I didn't know where to go you're with so that. So silly. Uh, I got some listener feedback. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay, bring it on. What do we got here? Listen to the Pickles podcast today because that was uh, the name of the one episode. The Crunchy Pickles. Yes. Yeah. Uh, liked what you guys are doing. Like, really? Who doesn't? Like army ants. You guys sound like you're perfect for each other. Definitely have to meet Tanya someday. So this is somebody that I know that reached out to me. Hilarious. And he said that, uh, yeah, well, he said, I read what he just said. Yes, I, I heard. It's lovely. So that's cool. I'm glad that somebody actually really likes it's positive. what that's we're doing. That's lovely. That's a lovely sentiment. Yeah. Our uh, listening audience of 10, which is great. I love all you. 10 of you. Don't give your love away to these people that are just taking stuff from us. It's my like. It's my like. I'm giving you my like. No. I give you my love. No. Well, yeah. All the time. Y yeah. I gave it to you. Um, Empire of Dreams. Star Wars doc. I put yes. it on last couple nights or oh so. Oh my gosh. Are you hooked on Star Wars now? But I always have been. What are you talking no, about? No, no, no. Like, this has been turned up a notch recently. No, like, Okay. This is up The conceptual notch. art that I saw in that documentary. I'm going to ask you about Ralph McQuarrie, and I recently have saved like 85 images to my phone. And I got some today on Facebook as well. But okay. it, it, mm -hmm. Back to my question. Bring it on. Are you hooked? Because between prepping for The Rise of Skywalker, we're re-watching Parts of the Force Awakens, because mm -hmm. you kind of gave up. You watched The Last Jedi. Yes, I did. And all the Mandalorian. Absolutely. You know, are you uh, oversaturated, undersaturated, burnt out? Where are you feeling on Star Wars right now? I'm so happy. I'm high on Star Wars. Woo! No, I'm serious. I'm I'm not. I'm I'm not burnt out on it. I thought I would be. Like honestly, because then we went to go see Rise. Like you say, we went to go see the theater. We went to go so see does Rise this mean that you like you want to watch like more Old Testament Star Wars? You want to watch? The I, love, I love. I love Old Testament Star I Wars. I really think you I'm gotta watch the Clone Wars cartoon series. I'd love to watch it with you and Rebels. Okay, well I have to watch it with the real people before I watch it with cartoons. All of it. Why? It's just storytelling. What difference does it make? Oh, okay, so much. Okay, I can't... Ugh. It's a cluster of Star Wars. No, 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 no. A cluster of clones. Uh, But yeah, the Ralph McQuarrie art really stood out to Holy you. Holy smokes. Like, I, I'm not going to get you to kind of ex, you know, talk about what beautiful. images in particular. It's beautiful. Uh, but you'd never seen that stuff. No, I hadn't. It's, it was just fantastic to see it. Beautiful. Um... Did you learn anything from that documentary other than the Macquarie art that kind of helped the pitch? No, not not really. No, not that far. You just far. knew everything. 
No, in but a two nothing, and a half documentary on Star Wars. You just nothing, know it all. No, nothing was really new <laughs> to me. Shush you. Nothing was new to me is what I'm saying. What are some of your uh, favorite pieces of art or movie posters or movie related art? Hmm. Do you have any? Do you have any like, oh, that's like my favorite movie poster. I don't remember. I don't have a lot of like favorites, but what's funny is when I was a little kid, my dad owned a video store. He owned a, a movie store where he rented movies. After he worked at Ford and stuff. So it was called All View TV Rentals. And he worked there with his dad and whatever. And he always had movie posters and movie art. So he had tons of stuff from the store. So like our family room had looked like your office. We had tons of like movie posters in there. And I remember always like, there was this one for Tootsie. <laughs> which had Dustin That's Hoffman. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. And Bill Murray's in it too. Yes. Well, it had Dustin Hoffman as Tootsie like in drag. I remember being small, like very small. And like being like, oh, that's Dustin Hoffman. You know, Bill Murray asked not to be credited on that film. Why? Like, like on the poster. Because he was oh. a pretty big star at the time. Because you don't want to take away from already. Dustin Hoffman? Exactly. He was cool. very much in a supporting role. He was the roommate, Jeff. Yes. Um, it's funny you mentioned your dad's video store. Why? Because you had told me this before I met your dad. Mm -hmm. And so when I first met him, me being a filmmaker. You, you I said, so you. Tanya tells me that you had a movie store. That must have been like really awesome. Like, I was excited to talk to him about it. And all he said was, oh, that was such a long time ago. Oh, that was the worst years of my life. <laughs> he just said that was such a long time ago. It was like another lifetime. Oh, dad. And then he kind of like walked away. He's like, well, nice meeting you too, uh, Mr. Candler. Uh, just, uh, I'll just be over here in the living room trying to think of something else to connect with you oh, on. Oh, Hollywog. Oh, my God. So that uh, oh, was dad. my introduction to your father. <laughs> <laughs> one it's better thing than I could most people yeah, that's like the one topic i could have probably talked to him about i know out of he was probably just having a day that, where he didn't yeah. like people that's every uh, day maybe he just didn't, i love you dad but you hate like people me. he just didn't like oh we all love you uh you want to get to listener q a first or do you want to get to the topics uh, let's get to some topics first that's not how I have it in my outline, so we're going to have to do listener Q&A first. Well, of course. <laughs> Why did you even ask me? To give you the illusion of choice? Whatever. Uh, okay, so this first question comes from Mr. Sinister. Right. Okay. Mr. Sinister wants to know, is collecting an addiction and are older toys overpriced? Also, tell me your thoughts on the X-Men. Well, I think anything. Is collecting it, an addiction? It can be. I, I don't think for you. What's the line? Isn't. I mean, we've kind of, we've talked like we've about talked this about a little bit. We talked it, about the stages of when it becomes a problem. And when it takes over your life and your house and your kids. What is addictive you, about this? Let's let's talk about that. Mr. Sinister can maybe hear our answer from one of the previous episodes. I think there's a, it's a thrill of the hunt and finding it, or do you find it? Like it's. What is the addiction though? The the hunt or the acquisition? Well, for some people, it's the thrill of the chase, and then they get it, and it's no, oh, it sits on the shelf and whatever. But other people, it's it's finding it. It's that's the holy grail right there. There are different kinds of people collect, right? But I think what if the addiction is actually the kind of vacuum part where it's the waiting between hunts that that your body rejects? So it's not that it craves the hunt or the acquisition. It's just that your body can't handle the stasis. I think it actually has to do with something with like opioid receptors in your brain. I, th I think when. And I've done a few things on collecting, as you mm. may or may not know. I, I, I had I had a clue. You know? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> it's it's the time in between hunts when you'll suddenly pick up your phone and now you're on eBay. Now you're on Amazon. Now you're Googling and it's just research. Are you talking about you? No. Or no. You... 
Are, no. Oh, because you used the word research. So I was, I mean, are you talking about you and your collection? No, I am making movies and these mm-hmm. movies require items. Research. And I need to research them and I need to see them in person. Pictures, Big Bad Toy pictures Store. Pictures don't do. You know what? I, I'm, Big Bad Toy Store. I'm on Big Bad Toy Store strike. Why okay. are you on strike with them? Because they won't sponsor us? Bring it on, Big Bad Toy Store. We love you. No. But he's on strike? What? No, because, you know, I was ex- I was expecting some pre-orders. Didn't mm. get them, so I'm exploring other a- options. You mean you didn't get them? I didn't get them. They didn't come when they were supposed to come. Whoa, whoa. So I'm, I'm exploring other options, and I've heard this other site, Megalopolis, that okay. the Four Horsemen are partnering with as well, and Pixel Dan works with them. So cool. All good people. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, looking at them, and they actually have an investment opportunity as well. So Neato. that's pretty neat that I saw. So that's exciting. I'm looking at that, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what are your thoughts on the X-Men? Or first, I guess, are older toys overpriced, do you think? Do you think these the, these retro toys and whatnot, vintage toys, are overpriced? I mean, my thought is people will pay what they want to pay for them. And I think they can be. I think they can be. What do you mean they can be? What does that mean? They can be because, like you just said, overpriced people... for who though? I think it's a matter of perspective. It's, if well, you want, uh, you know, a GI Joe figure and it's sixty bucks it? because the market determines that mm-hmm. this figure will sell for that. And that might be overpriced for you because you don't love it as much or you can't rationalize the price. Or I might collect something else. Clearly, this is, you know, an instance of the needs of the many is greater than the needs of the the few few. or one. Star Trek line. There you go. Um, So the needs of the many, unfortunately, determine market value. Now, do I like that? vintage and retro action figures and even current day stuff is so expensive i know it's crazy it's like, i don't love it i mean i really love figures that are in the 20 to 30 dollar price range those are those are fun to collect when you can find them and that stuff's usually about the 15 to 20 year old stuff stuff that ran around the turn of the century because it wasn't super awesome but it was better than the oh, mid 90s stuff oh, i yeah, think in terms of sense. look and articulation so I like that stuff. Like, I would love to start collecting the 2002 He-Man line. And I've got a couple. They're, they're nice. A couple red packages. Yeah. I got I got my Prince Adam, Prince Adam up there signed by the Four Horsemen, which is That's pretty, pretty cool. That's brag, pretty brag. Humble brag, humble brag. Um, but, yeah, I mean, stuff is, is, is expensive, but Very. there's a reason it's expensive. I mean, because market allows that price to exist still. Yeah, absolutely, because people so, will pay it. And I've seen in the last eight months price fluctuate already, which is nice. And trending downward on some of the stuff I like that I've held off on, which is also nice. You um, see, you're, it's like a, you're like, you know, about like mutual funds with toys and GICs with toys. I have, a, like, I have like a toy a, ticker. I have man, a toy ticker that I watch on my you're the phone. the man with all the toys. Well, he who has all the toys lasts, laughs last. Is that the deal? Isn't that like Pearl Jam or something? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and Mr. Sinister's third question that sure. were bundled into one question is, Brr. what are your thoughts on X-Men? The X-Men comics, cartoons, video games. Did you ever play any of the X-Men video games? No, I never did. I've seen them played, but I never played them personally. I, I happen I... to know that Mr. Sinister is a very big fan of the X-Men. Oh. I like I never really like saw a lot of the X Men stuff to be perfectly honest. I saw like my neighbor and I would always play video games, so he played. But you didn't ever watch the animated cartoon growing up in the in the nineties, Fox Kids. No, really, I, I know. Well, it's on Disney Plus now. I can see it. The whole thing. Well, that's what I think about it. It's X-Men. part of like the Spider Man. I animated think I'm gonna check that out. And... You know, do you think Harrison would like it? 
Yeah, I do. I think I'm going to check that I out think with that little dude. He's almost old enough to really get into that storytelling. He, he liked Justice League when I put it on. Okay. I mean, I like X-Men enough to, to watch it like with him. I right? think it's... It's like the, truly one of the best superhero teams out there. The story is excellent. I do know this. I love the story of X-Men. Well, it's I think amazing. the nice thing about the animated series is that they do a, a fairly faithful job of uh, recreating the comic book story arcs. Cool. So they have a lot of four and five parters oh, of cartoons. So it's like cool. one long story. One it's little a little story. bit easier to digest. That's cool. In 22 minute bursts. So it's it's pretty cool. That's really cool. That that has an appeal too. Like as a parent, like something twenty two minutes long, it's gonna keep your child's attention probably too if you're co watching like with them. I'm a big fan of Fantastic Four. I'm a big Fantastic Four is cool. Well, I don't want to say I'm a big fan of the Avengers. I like some of the Avengers and some of the iterations of the Avengers, but I still I, I still think that the the X Men is probably the best Marvel team out there. Whether you're talking, like all of them whether awesome. you're talking blue or gold, which are were different factions within the X Men. Wherever you stand. Yeah, and you know, superheroes come and go. So what? Wolverine was part of the Avengers at one point. So was Spider Man, and Spider Man I think was part of the X Men too at one point because I thought he was a mutant. I don't know. Wow, I don't cool. know all the ins and outs. To be honest, Mister Sinister, it. don't cringe because I'm getting all these facts wrong. Look, you're 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 trying here. I'm trying really you're hard to pull you're some information great. to make this topic on X Men a little bit more. But it's uh, you know all the. The, the characters in X-Men, they're all, like, interesting. There's not, Sometimes you have, like, a character that's, like, a real dud. But, like, X-Men, that doesn't happen. They're just... They're all really neat. Like, a, yeah. all their powers are really cool. Like, even when I was trying to explain it to Harrison the other day, he's like, what, are they, like, what, what, what does this one do? And what does this one do? He's like... He just looked mesmerized, you know? Probably the way I looked when I was a kid, and I found out what they What did. I think will be interesting to see is which character he gravitates toward. toward? And I think mm. that's probably going to be mm. directly related to how we introduce the X-Men to him. If it's the cartoon, probably going to gravitate towards Wolverine. Wolverine. I, no, I was thinking that too. But if it's the too. books, it might be somebody else. So, Mr. Sinister may be right back in after you hear this. Yeah, tell us And let us know... How we should introduce X Men to our son? He's no five. Rush. He's, he's five. five. But he is very, very. He's but it could be a great smart. chance to read as well. Lovely. Like he's really getting great at reading Lovely. on his own. So yep. who knows? <laughs> okay. Mm. This next one is from Cecil B. Cupid. With Halloween movies blending into Christmas flicks for October, November, and December, do you guys watch romance flicks to get ready for Valentine's Day? What should one watch in January? The award stuff. I do not personally subscribe to the award stuff because, like I say, for me, it's not exciting anymore. Right, but last year we, we checked out Green Book specifically oh, oh, yeah. because it won Best yeah. Picture. I won't watch award shows. But, but I think I that was in March some of the we, nods talked, to it. we checked it out. Yeah, I'm trying to think. But do, but what do you watch in January and do you gear oh. up for Valentine's Day by watching a bunch of romance flicks? Do we do that? Do we watch know. any romance though? Um, you made me watch The Fly too. You were like, oh yeah, that was February. And then a baby was born. Okay, no, that's not the question. The question is, do we watch romance flicks? Chick flicks? Oh, not really. Not big time. We we don't watch chick chick flicks. Our dog just threw up upstairs or something. No, he's like coughing up a fur ball. He just he's like 103 years old in dog years. It's really kife. That's a lovely word. It is. That sounds like what it is. It just sounds disgusting. If you were to try to like <laughs> tattoo the word kife down your esophagus, that's the sound he's making right now. <laughs> um, I can't remember the last oh kind of chick flick that we watched together. I think I think the only one that I can remember that also has a sci-fi bend to it 
I, I've never been that kind of girl that's like, oh, please watch well, the you, notebook with but, me. No, but you really liked About Time. About Time. Yeah, you told me to watch but, it. Yeah, with Domhnall really Gleeson and Rachel McAdams. I don't really look at movies as like quote unquote chick flicks. Like some are. Okay, but that's a romance story. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Titanic. Australia. I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. I do. I know. Boobies and everything. Okay, next one. If you guys were to play a video game mm. Uh, mm. together, mm -hmm. what game would it be? How or who would play it? This is from Majora. Oh, Majora. I would play... No, together. How would we play it together? What, would, what game to beat we... it or would we beat each other? If we were to play a video game together, what game would it be? How or who would play it? Ooh, some kind of RPG where the two of us could play it. Would it be? Okay, so I don't know. Pick an RPG. I've always wanted to play Golden Sun. Okay, we could do that together. There's there's two of them. And Which one would you I want? I think they're available on the Switch. I have them on my Wii U. Okay. I know that. Um, I have the Game Boy Advance ones, and I could hook up my GameCube and play it that way, too. Cool. Um, but I still want to play Trails of Cold Steel. I know you said that. Yeah. So how would we play that? Would we just pass the controller back and forth, or would I do the inputs and you just tell me where to go and what to do? Or I guess, like... We go, we're pretty good at like sharing our toys and stuff like that. Like, but I know you get like anxiety of having. To I know, sometimes do I'll stuff. be like, okay, okay, go left. <laughs> sometimes it's just easier for me. Like, ah, like, no, don't do that. If you're like, babe, what should I do here? Yeah, because sometimes and, and I, I get, get like, anxious when you're not doing what my brain is already trying to tell like, me to do. It's like someone else driving the car. Like, oh, it's, 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 it's really effed hard. up. Like, it's a weird thing. It's totally weird. Is do you actually want to try to start playing a video game just so we can comment on this? I would totally. Yeah? yeah you sure? It. Yeah, bring it, biatch. Yeah! Let's do it. Okay, we're going to uh. figure this out. Uh, let us know your recommendations for what games we should play. We're, yeah, we're thinking think? an RPG. If it's a shorter RPG, that might be better. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if it's an 80-hour RPG, then... then then oh god he these kids gotta sleep sometime when are when are we gonna get 80 hours to do it? anyways let us know. know we'll see i'd play skies of rakiti again that's my favorite game cool um this one, next one is from fleet scribbler um again all the names are protected from the actual people that wrote it in case all 10 of you listening try to find each other ew weird so fleet scribbler says tanya how would you fare making your own movie have you thought about it any ideas you can share that's Part one and part two. This, this is ridiculous. Part two is Rob. Since Tanya's a musician, we asked her about making a film. How about you making an album? Don't you dare. Oh my god. I, can I answer part two? Let's stick with part oh. one. I don't know if I would uh, make a movie because I don't know what I would make it about. That's the question. Have you ever but thought? Have you ever thought I, about? I've thought about. Uh, yeah, I've thought about it lots of times, like writing stuff because I do like um, reading horror books, like not cheesy ones. If I was ever going to do something, I would probably write sort of a horror film, and I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who could make a really awesome film out of it. Named Rob McCallum. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Well, I don't know. You don't have to get me to make your horror movie. Who you know I mainly make documentaries, right? Yeah, well, you know what? Steven Spielberg said he was busy, so uh, we're, we're so tired. Oh, well, I'm so glad you got such a close connection to him. Yeah. Thanks for hooking me up. Part um, two. So you would do horror. Would you do a documentary? <laughs> would you do a documentary? Like a horror documentary? No, would you do a documentary? On what? This was my next question. Hmm. 
if you said yes. Again, the illusion of choice. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll what, do would it, what would be the documentary? What would you What would you like to document? That's a good question. I don't know. I actually, get you do documentaries on my documentaries. I would like a, to document a, our family road trips because they're so uh, such a freaking gong show. And well, then go for it. Document the Disney World trip that we're taking soon. Okay. All right, it's on you. I'll cut it together, or if you want to cut it together, you can. I don't know how to cut nothing together. The uh, last thing I cut together was like in grade eleven. Well, yeah. I think Kubrick's wife was did documentaries on his stuff. She did the one on The Shining. Did she? Yeah. That's did good. she have small crazy children? Uh, I don't the know. The one on The Shining is good. It's excellent. All right, moving on. Um... So would you part two? <laughs> Would you, Rob? Rob? I'll repeat it. Rob, since Tandy's a musician, and we asked her about making a film, about how about you making an album? Oh my god, I want to dance down the street. Why do you want to dance down the street? Because Rob made an album. Boom, chicka, bow, wow. It's you not, make it sound like a porn It's soundtrack. not a porn album. No, Rob, Rob did. Rob is also a musician. He plays guitar. Rob's played on stage with Green Day. They pulled his butt up on stage, so he has some musical experience. Only a couple times. Yeah, only a couple times. Like... Oh, I only played with Green Day a couple times. Like some people would be like, "Oh yeah, I got pulled up with them once." Oh, just Rob just got pulled up with them five times. That's one handful of times up with Green Day <laughs> more than I've played with Green Day. Hilarious. I think that's pretty cool. But you recorded like a little album your own self. Why is it little? I think is it an EP or is it? Why is it little? Because I don't know if it's, it's an EP. It's actually it's a double album. What? Just twenty four tracks. Shut Call up. it an EP. Thanks a lot. It's a double. Why are you really? looking at me like that? Because I didn't know it was a double whammy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was never released, it's so I don't know Rob if it McCallum actually counts. the Rob White album. 24 tracks. Okay. You want the full story here? I do. Okay. So. Oh, this is so dumb. It's <laughs> not dumb. So some of my closer inner circle friends know that I have RMSP. Just. The Rob McCallum solo project. <laughs> what? It's amazing. And All these so, letters. And so when I lived in Oakville on my own, and I was doing fairly well as a filmmaker and could make my own schedule, I thought, you know what, I'm going to write some stuff, because why not? And I had why the technology, not? and I bought like an input box, so I could plug my guitar right into my computer kind of deal, mm -hmm. and record some stuff. I forget what I was using. I think I was using Apple Soundtrack at the time to record. Oh, that program? Which is kind of like was kind of like their version of Pro Tools. They had that and Logic, but this was specifically kind of for like movie soundtracks. Anyways, cool. you could record right into it. And uh, I wrote like, I think 24 songs, That's like, maybe 21, 22. That's like every writer's dream. Like I've I've had like writer's block for like forever now. Oh, they, like, I don't think they were amazing. It does. Okay, but here, listen, that's the whole thing. It does. They don't have to be amazing. You wrote 24 songs. Then, like, that's awesome. Like I think it's cool and then, so i split it into two halves yeah because of course you know i'm a super nerd and i think more about the packaging and conceptual no, no you want to make it accessible it. like and I uh then I, I stuck kind of like with the first like 12 tracks i kind of refined those a little bit more was that the one slit the wrist is on yes it is slit the wrist side a track no i think slit the wrist which is the name of a song mm-hmm why are you laughing? Because you must have been in a dark place in that Oakville. Slitherist. <laughs> um, I've heard it. He's played it for me. Yes, you have heard it. And I, I think your eyes went wider than I've ever seen. Your your eyes went as, as large as 
headlights on a King Ranch F-150. Freaking transport truck. And your skin went like three shades whiter. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh my. Oh my. And so that. then I took those 12 tracks. This is that raw anger. Ooh. And I polished the five best songs, I thought. Mm -hmm. And I even got my friend, Mike Lang, mm -hmm. calls me Bobby. Bobby. I got him to re-record the vocals because he can sing. And so he did a vocal track. And now I should say that all the drums across all 24 tracks were like drum machine. So there was no time or rhythm change at all through the whole thing. It was just the same. That's just, that's demo-y stuff though. That's like demoing it out. Totally. Yeah, I just needed something to play to. Exactly. You need like a... And I can't play to a metronome because oh I've only, I only ever learned to play to, to a drummer. drummer. Same. Yeah. I can't play... Because so there was a metronome stuck onto it. I was like, oh, oh my God, what is that clicking Get out sound? Of here. I don't like that. It's like sounded dead. I've been in crap in so many recording studios... From so many like engineers being like, why can't you just play to a click track? I'm like, like honestly, you have to understand me. I can only play to a drummer. So I get where you're coming from. So yes, to answer the question I have put out stuff there. I The five tracks are available on YouTube. I believe they're out there. Uh, I changed the name of my band from RMSP to We Are The Nothing, which is uh, a little nod to The Never Ending the Story. The Never Ending Story? Yeah. Cool. And the album was called like it like it exists the darker days have come okay and the other out the other disc the other side the yes. other said was give my regards to villainy hmm. that's very dramatic thanks <laughs> i just can't believe like you grew up like such a good boy you never did drugs listen to this album stuff no drugs on this guy amazing wow that is what it is um where was your head villainy next question is from toxic balboa Ooh. you guys talked about the ritual and its new monster what makes for a good scary movie was this like Ghostface? what's your favorite scary movie music as ambience no like, what makes for a good scary movie what music is it just music oh. and ambience no that's some of the things i think situation is obviously huge absolutely location location do you like location. psychological horror more than monster horror what does a good monster have to have what does psychological have to have well i mean everything i think that the monster would have to have a psychological aspect to it i think all those horror films have to kind so of psyche is the most important thing well i gotta freak you a little bit i gotta play with your head a little bit i don't want to watch a movie that i'm just simply just entertained by watching i kind of want to be in into it i think it's got to be something that's universal it can't be like a new concept no. that they have to introduce and then it, and, and then give you an emotional connection to and then scare you that's like a three-step process no. for me to buy into whatever's much. going on and i think part of that was i think was it insidious where they're like okay the house is haunted no it's the child that's haunted it, well there's no, that and the, then then it's the, like you got to go it was an astral projection too. Yeah, exactly. So there was like three jumps it's there. Like, and it works because it's not too clunky. Yeah, it was a good movie, but it was a lot. But I just felt like, okay, if you would have just said something simpler, like, you know, I don't know, like Cabin Fever or something like that, like The Shining, like you just get it and you just let the concept explore mm -hmm. itself. Or like, while the child was on the other side, a demon latched onto him. The end. Now it's in the real world. Yeah, you don't have to add mm -hmm. things to, like, adding things doesn't always make it better and sometimes that takes away from it big time <sighs> looking at you the rise of skywalker hey oh sorry did i throw it out there by too the way soon, too soon. chris terrio mm. who's one of the writers on it who also wrote justice league boo mm. who else wrote batman vs superman double boo oh, explains stink. a lot of the choices that i saw in in the rise of skywalker i know you think he had a lot of interesting things to say it's too fast 
had a lot of interesting things to say, including mm-hmm. if not that he was speaking against the studio, but he would have loved to have seen it be a part one and part two. Okay, and like I would have seen loved that the too. Avengers, like we've seen Harry Potter's, like we talked about before on this. I agree. He said he would have loved to have seen it something like that because there was so much plot that they didn't have time to explore. I, I, I'm, I'm there too. I get that. I totally, I'm, 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 I think I'm good. I don't need to see twice as much of what they did already. Oh, stop. They were, um, Jay Bartlett's listening to this podcast. Oh, I'm going to hear about it. Don't worry. That movie was perfect. What's the one thing you guys used to eat that you don't anymore? Why? And have you started eating anything new that surprises you? This is from Guadalupe. Bread and potatoes, sugar. These are the things that and uh, pastry we don't need anymore. And, and ice cream and churros and all the good stuff. Cheeseburger. Yeah, pretty much. Imagine anything like amazing and then just like substitute it with cauliflower. The one new thing I have been eating though that I hated before, like absolutely loathed, was pork rinds. I know. Now you're getting. To love, is it because you missed something like crunchy, like having low carb stuff? Uh, maybe a little bit, but not like super amount because there's still enough crunchiness in the veggies that I eat and whatnot. So yeah, I you do I eat a lot of vegetables. Like tonight. I don't miss it, but uh, the pork rinds are good. Like the seasoning and the flavors reminds me of like potato chips. Awesome, and but I you were never... a huge potato chip eater to begin with. No, I was never. I never saw you snack. That's no, I was never like I'd never be the guy who takes like a bag of chips and disappears. I've and literally then come never back. seen you do that. No. I mean, first of all, you'd hear me go in the cupboard and put them in a bowl. Always, you always in a bowl, and then Harrison, Harrison now does the same thing. I'm like, mom, can I have a snack? In a bowl. And well, you, like, why would you want to dip your whole forearm into a bag of grease? Just open it. Well, now that you so that it. other people can share it and not like share the germs. I mean, if you've got arm hair, you're bringing something else in there. God just pour knows. it out into a little bowl that's just for you and enjoy it. And you know, if you want some more, you can get more. You can just shake a few Harrison more in that there. did that to me today. She goes, he goes, I need a refill. I said, Pfft. yeah, he said that to me downstairs. Really? He goes, um, dad, I'm, um, finished already. I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, uh, him. just kind of letting you know. I'm like, Oh, yeah? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do with that bowl? He goes, well, I think I'm just going to set it right here. And he like kind of like looked at me when he said here, as if like, like he was giving me the wink the nudge. to know that that's where it was and to put it back there once it had been replenished. But please fill it, fill it up. Yeah. yeah. So Scarlett did the same thing to me today, except she ate her popcorn out of a bread loaf pan. So hopefully that answers your question, Guadalupe. Why are you mm, laughing? No reason. Do you want to tell that story? Nope. Tell the story. No. I put it in there just for you. It's over. Tell the story. No. no. You had an allergy pill. Yes, I had an allergy pill. And I, I like... And you're I, feeling loopy. Yes. And you said... When I said, but if it, I was in Mexico, I would be Lupe. And I said, if you took four of them, then you'd be Guadalupe. <laughs> and then I literally almost peed my pants laughing <laughs> and then Rob went into the bathroom to brush his teeth or floss or something with his oral hygiene and I continued to laugh so hard I like, was laughing too oh my god we were I both. was laughing so hard I couldn't even pee oh my god <laughs> hilarious holy crap um by the way adventure 20 retro rags <laughs> see I put it in the middle of the show this we time we still got the code yeah money money 2020 save your money in 2020 that's what yeah. you gotta do this world is in a recession I want to see somebody take a picture of their new retro eggs gear and send it to us. If you do that, I will send something to you. Do it. Yeah. 
do it. It's, oh, it's I don't get it. a cut of anything on, that gets sold to Retro Rags. I don't you get a cut of anything at all. If no. anything, like us sending you a gift is making us lose money. But just they're, be cool. They're helping us with merch. So they're awesome. It's all good in that way. Adventure um, 20. Don't forget, you heard it here. I thought I would talk about some of the official Kickstarter tiers for the action figure adventure campaign that's coming out. What do you think? Go for it. Yeah. Explain what's going on. Are your shoulders okay? You're rubbing them a lot here. Uh, I'll give, you, I'll give you a little, little rub down later. Is that all right? Ooh. Yeah. Yep. I think one of the, the last episode episode before I mentioned what we were trying to do with the tiers. Mm -hmm. We're going to go digital, two flavors, kind of basic and a little bit extra. And then DVD and Blu-ray, kind of the same kind of vibe. Yes. I've sinced. Sinced? I've, I have since. I have since. Since I have come up with a few more. <laughs> oh my God, I'm tired. Um, and I'm going to talk about just three of them. Uh, Blu-ray Plus, as we're calling it, uh, it's the series, yeah. of course. It's the digital content, or the, the bonus content. Yes. So that's a third disc. Awesome. Um, it's going to have a piece of exclusive content on it. I don't know what that is yet, but it'll be unique to just the Blu-ray. To that project? Oh, cool. Just to that Blu-ray. You won't be able to find it anywhere else. With the Blu-ray Plus, you're going to get access to the digital stuff as well, so you can download the series and stream it and the digital content. But again, that disc is going to be the only place that you find that one special piece to That's give people cool. that want that something else. Cool beans. Uh, there's going to be alternate cover art on it. Oh, beauty. That's really cool. Uh, we're going to sign it too. So it'll either be a postcard that comes with it. So we don't have to destroy the shrink wrap or, or, or we'll be able to sign it before it gets shrink wrapped. That always kind of juggles a little bit, a couple but different it'll be, ways. It'll so. be signed either way. That's pretty You have something signed cool. by the filmmakers. That's pretty cool. Uh, the golden sponsor tier. What is this? This sounds really prestigious. Well, it is. I mean, you get to have you or your company's name or logo at the beginning of every episode. That's pretty cool. A plug to your company. Yeah. And that's, so, that's you cool. know, if, uh, we've already got heroes from town here, heroes Great comics, sponsors, awesome our sponsor, so awesome they, folks. you'll see their logo at the beginning of every episode. Uh, and if you're a good fit for us and we're asking everybody that's interested in this to reach out first so that we make sure that we're a good fit and there's a few other small stipulations, but yeah, you'll have your logo in there forever in front of all 10 that's, episodes. That's cool. That's really yeah. neat. And with this being kind of sold all around the world, that's a lot of eyeballs. that are gonna that's get like, on There's it. a lot of viewing audience that could potentially look at that right now. Now, the next one that was never on the radar at all in any remote capacity. Not, sponsorship wasn't really either. I thought, well, you know, there's an opportunity to kind of bring people into the fold. But anyways, the next one was not on the radar at all until we had a visit from your friend. Miss Fallon Bowman. Fallon Bowman. Yes. Now, if you don't know who Fallon is, uh, she's one of Tanya's longest friends. My bestest friends. And she's on Twitch as well. You can check her out there. Fallon Bowman on Twitch. She's on Patreon. She streams games. She's really into RPGs. She's on Instagram. Her um, and I have known each other forever. We played she, in Kitty together. Yeah, you guys were in Kitty together. She's been, she's recording an album soon as well. February, she's recording an album. She yeah. just did some work with Pig Face as well. They're out on tour. Super creative person. She's an actress. She's, she's actually in a Luigi uh, Mansion 3 commercial yeah, as well. Yeah, it's like a... It reminds me of it's like an like, infomercial. It's almost. amazing. It's yeah, fantastic. It was really good. It, Nintendo has it on their official channel. So go check out Fallon. Check out what she's doing. Become a fan. Become a supporter. Become yeah, a flag she's, waver. She's awesome. And she inspired this because she said, you know, Rob, you need to maybe consider doing this because you know you have people that like your work. You, you do a lot of similar things, and you're building a, a brand, an audience, a following. Sure. 
And I don't know that I am, but I think people are starting to under, understand or at least expect the kind of stuff that I like to do. And a, a, I don't know, a small group of people seem to like it. Absolutely. There is an audience for it. Um, so I'm calling this the ultimate companion tier. Okay. Uh, and that's basically an opportunity for, I think I'm going to limit it to 10 people mm -hmm. to kind of follow along the progress as the series finishes up. Now that we know that the series has a broadcast date of November 1st, um, and we have a lot of editing to do, we still have some shooting to do, including a handful of road trips, not a lot, just a few. Stop it. Anyways, we have a good number of events, more figure photography that we got to do, uh, cutaways, talking heads. Why not let some people kind of really be close and cool. see how that goes. Like kind of let them in. Yeah, show them rough cuts of stuff. So let them that? see some spoilers. So let oh, them see oh. variations and versions. Give them updates on set, you know, quick little kind of videos uh, that are shot with iPhone sometimes, that are shot with, you know, our other cameras sometimes. Bring them along for, you know, uh, an exclusive adventure like they're like sidekicks almost. It's very behind the scenes. Very yeah. So, I mean, you, you'll get some of that with the bonus content. You'll get mm -hmm. some variations, extended interviews, deleted scenes, expanded scenes. But not quite that. But this is, uh, this is like kind of everything. Like, that is a good it'd idea. be easy for me every week or every couple weeks to basically export what I'm doing right now and say, boom, here you go. And then upload a quick video of me saying... So this is, you know, what you're looking at here. There's some of the problems or do like a screen capture and talk about, you know, my strategy, you know, as I'm editing an episode and some of the, I don't know, pitfalls or even just sorting an interview and what I like and what I don't like and anything. Really. It. Basically, cool. you get to kind of come along for the ride as a shadow. That's cool. So and I had put on Facebook um, a poll saying, hey, is this something that you'd be interested in? Okay. And at this point, I'm going to see if I can pull it up and still string out enough words so that there's no dead space. At this point, 27, only 27 people have uh, have voted in the poll, but it okay. hasn't been up a long time. And they've all 100% said, yes, I knew I'm interested yeah. in such a thing. Now, the price isn't in here. Sure. But and it's probably going to be fairly expensive because it's a lot of work for me to do. On top of what you're already doing, like that's crazy. Like, yeah, so it's it's, it's a lot of work for me to do this, but I think that anybody that really wants to be involved and kind of be like neck and neck with what that's seeing things, it's worth it. I think it'll be worth it. Absolutely, I, I I think you'll make it a really good experience. So those are the the tiers that I highlighted this time. That's cool. There's not too much other than that. I think that is super noteworthy. Uh, I think our goal is a thousand dollars, so we should be able to hit that without too much issue. I think it'll be okay. You want to talk about The Mandalorian? Oh, so good. It finished up. No, we didn't want to talk about it as soon as it finished. Because we want to give yeah. people a chance to watch it, to digest mm. it. Yeah, and finish it. Them. Did, so. uh, how did it finish for you? It was just like a big circle. It was just a nice, it was nice. It was like a big warm hug. It wasn't a circle at all. The journey kept continuing. Well... The circle just, I didn't say it closed. I feel like they're on a circle. But did it hit your expectations for the finale? Did it hit yours? I'm asking you, Tanya. Yeah, okay. Tanya, well, yes. answer the question. Yeah, it did. I know it's hard to think at this time of night. No, it's not. Hey. Well, it is pretty late. Yeah, it isn't. It wouldn't have been up since 5 o'clock in the morning. Right, so just... No, it did, it did. It, it did? Yeah, it did live up to my... The internet's raving about it. It, I, it there was, I couldn't find anything bad about it. it was I didn't like it. 
Really? I found it very unsatisfying. Why? I just didn't think it was a huge culmination to a story. I thought it felt like any other episode that we had really seen up until that point. I feel like they always kind of leave them that way. That was like, just make more. I just thought that, you know what? You could have ended it as, mm-hmm. as a complete story. Yeah. Have it come together. Still have a season two and have it pick up somewhere else. And that be that. I just felt like, okay, this is another chapter. Okay. We're getting a little bit more information because we're delving into the villain side of it but we're not getting too much more from the hero side and i'm really getting sick of this deus ex machina save the last day like the mandalorian does an excellent job of putting heroes in impossible situations that they can't get out of and then of course baby yoda does something to save them or somebody else that's external to the core team saves the day and it's just getting a little old i never really looked at it that way but that does happen a lot yeah, like all really off. impossible. Yeah, but Baby Yoda's got mad. punched in the mouth several times. Fuck. You were so upset about that. Oh my god, it's like it's like they're hurting our child. Like, don't hurt him. Everybody what? wanted Baby Yoda to get some revenge on those. Well, I think the the IG unit, IG eleven or whatever, got uh, yeah. got some good revenge on him. IG eleven got it good. Um, what do you need to see in season two? So right now, oh. I don't. I don't want to say what they've set up season two to be in case there's some spoilers. We haven't really given too much away, no. so I'll just kind of. I would like to see like a planet of all baby Yodas. Oh my gosh! That's what I would like to see in season two. Oh you gosh. asked. You asked. This goes back to like Stan Buck and uh, his thoughts on like, okay, what does everybody want? Let's cater to them. No, Give them baby it, Yoda. It's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be a solid story and. Uh, at, like season one, maybe some of the episodes could be played in different orders and it wouldn't matter. So I don't know if that's official. That was just my observation. Well, it's, it, it, it makes sense. I, I I thought about it and I looked at them like individually and then thought about them all mixed up and it, it all made sense any way I put it. It's amazing. What? 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 I, what? It's, I just think it, it's laughing. It's good. It's clever writing. The characters are good, and Jason Sudeikis, oh my god, I wanted to pee my pants. Yeah, because he was one of the scout troops. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> a lot of people are saying now that it's over, mm-hmm. they're canceling Disney+. Plus. Really? Because they don't feel like there's anything for them to watch. Should we cancel? No. Okay, seriously, what would I do without all the things that our children scream for? Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Plus, we're locked in for a year already, and it's it's worth it. Sometimes I, you know, it's late at night and I want to watch the sound of music. Who knows? We also got to check out Crocodile Dundee. Hilarious. What we did? I had not seen me, that movie since I was like a little kid. I saw that movie when I was six years old. Yeah, I was so I, small. I saw it when I was six. Pretty much. Your dad let you watch Crocodile Dundee when you were six. My dad let me watch. Pretty it sure it's a rated R film. And you didn't remember anything that you saw in so the first like, 40 minutes. Oh, I don't think we finished. I think like, we got it 40 minutes I in. Don't, yeah, and then that chick's filling her water bottle up in the swamp. Swift, like smooth move, like lady. And the crocodile just comes up and almost eats her face off. I almost jumped out of my damn underpants. You did jump out of your Holy underpants. Holy, right into your arms. Because, geez. Right into my lap. Pretty much. That freaking... And then crocodile Dundee just saved... He came you literally him. jumped, though. I know I did. I was like, and I, you literally went into my lap because you were like leaning forward on the edge of the bed, and you jumped, and then when you came backwards, you like fell yeah, into my lap. Yeah, it startled me. It scared the crap out of me. Oh my god, it startled me. 
real big time. We should probably watch the rest of it to make sure that we can resolve the giant crocodile. I was hoping that he would show up and crawl. That thing was crocodile dead. Dundee versus the crawl monster. Crocodile Dundee looked like almost dead then. You're like, oh, he's like 40. I'm like, oh yeah. So 40... how, should we look up how old? Bring it. Are you gonna? Are you racing me right now to look it up? No racing. You're racing me on your phone, Paul Hogan. Paul to the croc. And how old is he? You mean how old is he? And how old was he when he was in Crocodile Dundee? He oh. was, I think, 45. Look, effing rough for 45. He's 80 right now? Yeah, right now. So you figured that came out in 85 when that movie came out? I don't know. Movies. 86. Came out in 86? Mm-hmm. And he's 80 right now? Mm-hmm. So 14 plus 20 is 34 off 80. So yeah, he was 46. So he was closer to 50 than he was. Oh my God. I said he was in his 40s. And he was, now you're saying he's close to his 50s. You said 50s. he was 40. No, I said, I don't know, in his 40s. He smokes so much that he no, looks No, that's like just the lovely Aboriginal Australian tan that his character had. He smokes like a freaking chimney. Does he though? Oh yeah. Really? Are you sure? What? He's sitting there smoking in the movie. They can't see what you're doing with your hands. I know, it's a mouth cast. It's not a face cast. It a is mouth a mouthcast. Okay. What are we doing now? Is it a list? I don't have a list this week. No, not 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 a top fifty list. Show notes. I don't have a list. Why you oh. you keep looking at my notes? You're so intrigued. I am. I'm interested. I don't like that you like looking at my notes. Fine, I won't look anymore. It's supposed to be a big surprise. What? Like again, they can't see you giving me the the shifty eyes. It's only one of the little shifty. Yeah. Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. This has been on our notes for the last like three weeks. Oh yeah. And several times you've been like, how come we didn't talk about Dark Crystal? How come we didn't talk about Dark Crystal? Oh, I love it. We've run out of time and we're running short on time or yeah, we don't have enough to talk about. So now you're gonna get your chance to talk about Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Well, I did not know what to expect with it with all the trailers and the teasers and everything were coming out. I was not sold at all because I am like original Dark Crystal from the beginning. That's like probably one of my favorite films and, ever. And I was more excited for the original concept that was supposed to come out, which is Power of the Dark Crystal, which is a sequel to the film. Oh. And of course, Age of Resistance is a prequel series. Yes. How many episodes? Is it 10 episodes? 10. You got it. I don't even know that I've watched the last episode. Really? I don't know if I have. Maybe we should watch it Because the last episode I, I watched doesn't feel like it was the last episode. Okay, then you definitely Because it just kind of just went... Like dot, the, dot, 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 dot. But I thought the series was, like, it was incredible. Like, I couldn't... Ah! Uh, I, I, I liked the first... I couldn't first, take my eyes off of it. The first three or four episodes were good. And then when they started getting into some of the action and chases... Like, the politics? Or what? No. When they, they get oh, into the action yeah. and the chases. Mm. Not the politics. Like, when they're chasing, like, the different carts and stuff. Mm. And they're trying to do sword fights. I just didn't... That's a little much. It, it, no, it just didn't sell me on it. Like, the drama was there, and mm. the effects were there when they needed to be. Yeah. And everybody's big concern is, okay, how much CG is going to be blended into this? Is it going to yeah. work? Is it not going to work? And it, and it worked fairly well. It looked smooth. Like, I thought it might look fake. And the first, you know, three or four episodes, you know, really showcase how big the world is in that Game of Thrones kind of, like, capacity where you have all these different it's kinds seven, of kingdoms yeah, and kinds players. of Gelflings that got to come together. They each kind of send the representative to figure out what's going on. And it's like great world building stuff. But then I feel like as they do that, 
the f- that funnel shrinks really quickly. Yeah. And okay. uh, there's just some inexplicable stuff that's fun and fantasy-like. Where you're like, mm, this needed a little bit more work. And then again, the action stuff just didn't. Well, I just didn't want it to end. I just need. Some I just more felt like gelf- the action stuff didn't quite get you so involved and enthralled. Well, it it showed that you know you're dealing with puppets, like it pulled you out of it. Yeah, it didn't look like a real. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, sure, sure. I I totally. You could I see the limitations mean. that they were working with. Yeah, like physically, like the dexterity and yeah. those sorts of limitations. So. I get it. No, but I just I loved. It. I just needed some new gelflings in my life and more dark crystal because it just. I was waiting so long for like you say power of the dark crystal and like nothing happened. So. Well, it's a graphic novel. I know. I, I have it. No, I have it. Not that. You have the Gartham oh, Wars, the Gartham which is Wars. different. Yes. I have the Power of the Dark Crystal. Yes. At least volume one, the graphic novel, which collects a bunch of issues. And it's really good. And so I think cool. it was a missed opportunity not to do this. It's huge. Because at the end of this, spoiler, end of, at the end of issue one for the Power of the Dark Crystal, Jen and Kira, who have been slumbering for many eons, having brought peace to Thra and people that are ruling in their place, you know, using them as a scapegoat. Oh, this is what they would do. This is what they would do. Oh. With some personal agendas kind of thrown Whoa. in there. They finally wake up because there's a new creature in the, in the castle of the crystal who needs to break the crystal. Because when the crystal was the dark crystal, it fed a certain kind of energy to the center of Thra. And that allowed her species to exist. To and now that the crystal is healed, that energy has been withdrawn and that whole civilization is dying. So do Jen and Kira crack the crystal to save an entire civilization? Or do they uh, let this let everybody die? So issue Find one out. ends. And that's Find way out. more compelling. Yeah, that's cool. That's they really compelling. And they you don't really... know where it's going. With Age of Resistance, you know it's going to yeah. Jen and Kira. Because yeah. you know it's got to connect the dots. But it's just it's a shame that that didn't get made. Because that, that would have been awesome. Mm. It's so cool. Well, you don't know that yet. They might do a series. They might do a season two of Age of Resistance. Uh, it hasn't been announced yet, and God knows how long it would take to create oh, another. And all the worlds. And, oh. They said that when they were writing the treatments for Age of Resistance, that uh, they did basically like ten episodes kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But what we see in the series is really only like six treatments, like worth. Of yeah, okay. I get so. They stretched the six out for the ten that we saw. So that means there's at least another four that could be another maybe six episodes down the road. That's cool. Or something like that. Well, I hope it is. I mean, you can't rush a really good thing, but I mean, I wish you could. So let me ask you this, because this is the topic that I've had on the list for a while. Sure. And that's, there's another He-Man cartoon coming to Netflix. So let me lay lay the stage and set the stage for you. Okay, so there's a Kevin Smith anime style cartoon for masters of the universe uh that's coming out there's the live action movie that's happening for masters of the universe as well and there's this new show that's coming out on netflix Netflix? okay yeah and all three might be on netflix we don't know if the live action movie is going to be on netflix or not it's rumored to possibly go there but two he-man series for sure are going to be on netflix is this a lot of He-Man from like absolutely nothing all of a sudden? Well, I get well when you say it that way, yeah, it's like whoa, it's just from obscurity. Here comes He-Man, but I think it's neat. So the Kevin Smith one seems to be catering towards more of the adult audience because it's really picking up 
like the filmation storyline. Okay, I can see that. Not Kevin that there's awesome. Not that there's really a storyline that arcs over everything for the filmation stuff. They're all fairly standalone episodes. Yeah, this is true. But the fact that they're calling it anime makes it feel a little bit more adult in my mind. It's pure so speculation. Too. Nothing has been revealed. So there's that. And then they have this new show that they've announced, Masters of the Universe. I don't even know if it's He-Man in the Masters of the Universe. I think it just might be Masters of the Universe. Oh, really? And it has a similar look from the shadowy figures and the logo that we saw to the She-Ra show that's out. And that did really well. It's done it's very really well. It's, it's a cool show. Critically acclaimed. Fans seem to like it. Old school fans just want to stick their heels in the dirt because Whatever. it's not what they had in their it's, childhood. It's so. neat. It's neat. I thought it was um, cool. So, of course, the speculation is that if it is part of that world, part of She-Ra's universe, mm -hmm. that maybe they will meet and cross over. Like in Etheria? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Or in Eternia. In Eternia? Like, just like a border? It's not a border between Etheria and Eternia. They're parallel like dimensions. You have to use a dimensional gateway. A portal. Okay, well, I just didn't know. Okay, never mind. I thought there was like a place where they could meet in the middle. It's the dimensional border. We don't meet in the portal. You just go back and forth between it's worlds. It's through. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. What does that look for? I, I understand now. It's a what are, Okay. So here's the deal. We've talked about X-Men. I've mentioned it in Star Wars. I mentioned it on other episodes. What's it going to take to get you to invest and sit down and watch an animated something that isn't Disney? Um, I don't know. I did. It would really just have to spark my interest. It, it would just, it would have to, there would have to be something that really stuck out to be really interesting to me for me to sit down and do that. Can everybody please write in and give me suggestions? Yeah, give us some that, suggestions. Of what Tanya should watch from an animated perspective. I'm, I'm thinking the Studio Ghibli stuff would be really good. And they're like crazy kind of fairy tales that Harrison would like as well. And those, I like that kind of thing. I like it because like Dark Crystal and Labyrinth and it's fantasy type things and you know. Well, this is anime, this is Studio Ghibli. So like Howl's Moving Castle, I think is something that like Harrison would really like or My Neighbor Totoro. Okay. And Totoro makes appearance oh, yeah. in Toy Story 3, which is cool. Yes. Um, yeah. Cool. I don't know. I just really wish you could get into watching animation because then There'd be so many stories that we could watch together and get caught up on. No. Do you have anything that you want to add to this week's show or is it just my notes? Do you got another fake topic or... Fake topic. Or fake product? No, I don't have any products today. What about topics? You got anything you want to discuss? How's your, how's your week going? It's uh, it's flying by. Yeah. It's flying. Do you have any resolutions for 2020? No. Uh, not really. Not any like that's you know, a really good conversation starter. No, just not to, really. Just to be like, I'm my mission is to be in the best shape that I can be in before I hit 40. The next month, why is that a thing for you? Because I want to be, but healthy. why? Where does that come from? Why 40? Why, why, well, well, what, what shape? Well, what is now, what is the best shape? Like, what does that even mean? Healthy. Okay. Good blood pressure, good, you know, everything. You have several years away from becoming 40. Several. So I have that many years to make it awesome. Yes. I don't think you have anything to worry about. Well, we all age. You're no Paul Hogan. Thank God. Jeez. You ain't no kangaroo with a rifle. <laughs> that got me because I didn't have my glasses on. You're like, what is going like, on? Is that is... kangaroo shooting people? I'm like, and then I'm like, and then I put them on. Then I see you. Then I start laughing. 
It's ridiculous. So funny though. Silly. Silly funny. Okay, let me ask you something. We gotta start planning some movies to watch that are gonna be released soon. Okay. The Lighthouse. Yes, I really want it, yeah. Or Doctor Sleep. Ooh. Ah. Lighthouse is, of course, Robert Eggers' follow-up to The I Witch. Love, yeah, Doctor Sleep is the follow-up to The Shining. What's it gonna be? The Lighthouse. You really picked that? Yeah. It looks so somber. That's gonna be one of those movies that we mentioned before. Gonna be like in the Melan right mood for like like I when I watched Melancholia. I still haven't seen that. We're gonna do it, Lars von Trier, baby. Didn't he also do one called Nymphomania or something? Nymphomania? I don't know. Yeah. He did Dancer in the Dark. He did. He's done a bunch. Yeah, I went to film school. I remember. I've seen, I've seen his stuff. I know. Is it like your Bjork or it's something? Bjork. I knew. Oh my god! It's so it was so good. You recognized it. And you made oh, a weird face. I, I just got recognized as Bjork, 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 Bjork. There you go. No, when you say that, you sound like the female Swedish chef. Okay. You got anything else? I don't. We're not quite at the hour mark, which is usually what we try to deliver. I'm delivering all the borks. All right. You guys are getting shortchanged this week, it looks like. <laughs> Send in more questions and topics, please. We want to talk to you. Clearly, January is a slow month. The slowest. That's why it's like, let's go take a vacation. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, wherever you're listening. Again, Adventure 20, Retro Rags. Send us pictures of your merch. Oh, well, 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 and, we want to see you. And if you're on Facebook, we do have a private group for Mouthcast. You can ask to join. Uh, we'll probably approve we'll probably you. Probably say, sure. Come on in. But we have almost 100 people on the group. Yeah. That's great. So, thanks for listening to feedback, too. Thanks. Thanks, thanks. All right, next time. Yeah. All right, see, see until next time. time. We'll yeah. see you. See you. See you around. See you later, alligator. <gasps> Do you ever say stuff like, uh, "Do you have like a signature sign-off catchphrase?" Did you have anything when you said you're like a kid? Did you do the "See you later, alligator" after a while, crocodile? Yeah, and I used to sign letters like "Yours to Niagara, Yours until Niagara Falls." Like, get what? the hell? That's out how of you here. signed letters. Mm-hmm. Like written letters. Yep. Like yours until Niagara Falls, comma Tanya. Yep. <laughs> where did you learn that? I... Who? I, where did you pick that up? Yours I, until I Niagara Falls. I do not know. It's just so silly. Oh, fudge. What a weird child I was. No, seriously. No, I'm serious. I don't know where I picked it up. I'm going to ask your mother. Oh, God. It's going to be so embarrassing. I'm going to try to get a story from... At least one story from your mom for every episode. Don't do that. <laughs> she has so many. Maybe we'll just get your mom to guest on one. It'll be oh, like a special geez. episode. Oh, jeez. You're, you're, you're giving me heart palpitations. <laughs> Jesus. Do you, right. you want to watch the star? The Jesus movie you gave Harrison? To watch? No, you're just shaking your head. They can't see you. This is a mouth cast. I know. No more Jesus movies. I'm good. Okay. Okay. Harrison had an interest in learning about Jesus. I was raised Catholic. I wasn't allowed to tell him. Tandy took it upon herself to... <laughs> 
show him a movie about a donkey who's like chasing <laughs> Jesus on Netflix. He's was... like, oh, look at the baby Jesus. He's so cute. I was like, what are you showing him? He's like, oh, he wanted to learn about Jesus. So you put him in front of a Netflix animated film to teach him about Jesus. Well, I don't want to tell him the wrong thing about Jesus. And I don't want to push any of my beliefs. Turn him towards me. Yeah. yeah, so you can indoctrinate him. I've been waiting for him for a very long time. Thank you, Rob McCaslick. Excellent. Thanks, Cobra Commander. I was more of a Palpatine. Well, yeah. You have to, you have to like, invert breathe when you do this voice, too. No, I don't. Because he's, like, all zombie-like. Okay. This is really the end of the show. We're over the hour mark until we start editing. Oh, and there's editing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of Secret of My Success. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> Michael J. Fox? That was one, one of his most underrated films of all time. Oh, oh yeah. Boom, boom, Yeah. Amazing.